welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing today? I am feeling festive. Well, that's good because just like we have always said, when there's something going on, you are in the world to deal with it. You are fresh off a trip returning from Epcot, where the Festival of the Arts is currently taking place. So I'm super excited. It's it's one of my favorite festivals to hear about. I, truth be told, have yet to make it there because my schedule is, is very, very tight this time of year. So I rely on you to give us the information as to what people can walk into. I'm excited to hear about it. How was your time? It was a great festival this year, and I spent a lot of time in Epcot, and part of me wishes I had even more. There's just so much to do. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, they've taken away the words taste of like we've had for all of our festivals since COVID. I won't say it's entirely back. There's definitely some things that I'm really missing, but there was so much to do that I had an amazing time and I probably could have spent, I spent a little bit more than three days there. I probably could have spent five or six. It it began running on January 14th and I believe it runs through February 21st. Is that correct? That is correct. It is the shortest of any of the festivals at Epcot. I really think it's important for us to break down pretty much everything that they've got there. So where would you like to begin? Well, I'm going to begin with a disappointment because I know you all think that I always drink the Kool-Aid, but I'm going to start with a negative and then I'm going to move on to some good stuff. Okay. I wish they would jump on the bandwagon like Disneyland. When I talked about the festival, the holidays at Disneyland, I told you that the greatest thing they did is they allowed me to purchase food at one kiosk for every kiosk that was part of the festival so that all I had to do was go to the pickup line. Now, maybe the calories were, you know, not as good for me when I could eat much more easier. (laughs) But I tell you, the lines are something I could have lived without all the time. So maybe when we get to Flower and Garden coming up in just about seven weeks, maybe Disney will get on the bandwagon then. But this festival brings a lot of things together. Festival of the Arts obviously is a very broad term, and they focus on culinary arts, performing arts, as well as visual arts. Walk us through it. Where do we begin? What's What do you want to start with as far as what this festival had that was unique? You bet. And one of the things that I missed was the seminars that they normally offer. I've done flower arranging. I've done macrame. I had the awesome pleasure of meeting Marty Sclare there when he spoke just before he passed away. Um, But the thing about all of those were they were reservation required additional fee items. And I feel like this year's festival, very un-Disney we could say, had so many free extras that you could do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really something to focus on. And maybe part of the reason that I felt like I could spend more time there because there was so much I could do for free. So the big thing that they're known for is their concerts. So in that American pavilion, we have the Disney on Broadway concerts, four nights a week, 5.30, 6.45, 8 p.m. And there are two Disney Broadway stars at each concert. 
The final concert of the season has some extra performers, but people that if you're a Broadway person and a Disney person that you know and love, Michael James Scott, who played Aladdin, Kissy Simmons from The Lion King, Kara Lindsay from Newsies, Robert Crichton from Frozen, lots of amazing, amazing performers, and you're getting a free Broadway show. So that's a total win. Now, when you say that they're performing, they're performing on the stage right by the American Pavilion. Is that correct? Correct. So the same spot that we go for Candlelight Processional and the Eat to the Beat concerts, that big outdoor theater. So plenty of seating. There are dining packages available. But unless you want to be in the front rows, easy opportunity to get in through the standby line, sit a little further back. And if you don't want to commit to a performance, it's an open air theater. You can just stop along the pathway. Please move a little bit out of the way instead of the middle, like some people (laughs) opt to do. And you can just stand and listen for five minutes or three songs and not do the whole show. But again, no ticket required and enjoy the show and move on. Very cool. What else is there for free? Because you mentioned the F word and we love free whenever we talk about Disney because it doesn't happen all that often. Right there in that same theater during the day, they have the Animation Academy going on. So again, that academy that we were used to in Hollywood Studios back in the day that we now do animal drawings over at Conservation Station in Animal Kingdom. Here's an opportunity to add that visual art and they give out clipboards and paper and pencil. You can do your drawing and have a free souvenir on your special Disney paper. Very cool. Okay. Anything else? There's a section of the walkway that connects future world to world showcase that they call the chalk walk. And they bring in all of these artists and they do these absolutely incredible chalk drawings They are different, different weeks. Unfortunately, sometimes the rain washes away these masterpieces. About 50% of them are Disney. 50% of them are wildlife or takes on other famous people. Heading back towards the front of the park, on a walkway as you're headed to Soaring, they have a kid's chalk walk. And that is for your own children to become the chalk artists of the park. Interesting. Okay, so you you observe professional artists, so to speak, using chalk as their as their medium, and then you end up walking through an area where your kids get a chance to to be the artist themselves. Exactly. Very cool. And right across from the chalk walk, they have this amazing mural painting. Think of it like a huge paint by number, but seventy squares high. And it is over 500 squares wide. Oh, wow. You get a free, we're going to use that word again, (laughs) paintbrush and a little container of paint with a number on top, 1 to 14. You go up to the guide that is sending everybody to a section of the mural, and you're told to paint seven squares with your number. Now, again, it's kind of like a mosaic picture. So there might be seven in a row of your number. There might be single ones, but you've got a big space all to yourself. No crowding. You're going to paint seven squares, head to the end, drop off your paintbrush for recycling and your container of paint. And then you will leave with a free bookmark of what the mural will end up being. 
Interesting. You can do this as many times as you want. Do you want to paint 12 times today? Just get back online each time, get another color, another free paintbrush. And based on how many people opt to do it each day, depends how often the mural is full. I will say this is not an open to close event. They do stop it at five o'clock at night, just before dark. The mural typically changes every three to six days. And over the course of the festival, there are four different murals that they'll alternate. So they may go through them all twice. They may get through them three or four times. What else would you like to talk about? Is there anything else that you want to say before we move on to something else? One of the other free performances that I saw is their visual art performance. And I have to say, it was probably the best 15 minutes I spent at the festival. And lucky for you, Jeff, even though you can't go to the festival, if you hop over to our YouTube channel, I've got a video of this amazing 15 minutes for you. Of course you do. I would expect nothing else. (laughs) Um, I watched Trevor Carlton and Stephen Fishwick do this music in motion painting. I have never seen people have so much fun at what they do. Craft, they have more talent in literally the tip of their pinky than I have in my entire body when it comes to painting. I will be very honest and say that I own a Stephen Fishwick print and had no idea how he paints. Take a look at the video. 90% of his painting, he does with his fingers. Wow. Big canvas, nothing on it. Using his fingers, he's going to end up with, you know, this little 12-year-old mishmash (laughs) paint. Absolutely incredible. Very cool. Now, I will also tell you, and these, they both paint while they're dancing. They stop painting to dance. But as an audience member, you can't help but bop along. Such a fun time. As the 15 minutes came to an end, they announced that both of those would, of course, be moved across the walkway and are offered for sale. (laughs) Somebody said to Trevor, I'd love that one. How much is it? He said $1,900. The gentleman (laughs) said sold. And the woman from Disney walked up to him and said, I'm sorry, sir. It's sold three minutes in. So the point of my story is if you love it and you want it, you've got to act quick. These are literally amazing artists bringing that art to life in front of you. He said $1,900. Was he, was it tongue in cheek or was he being serious? It was $1,900. And it was sold before he had even finished painting it. That is correct. <laughs> wow. Talk about a lightning lane. Oh my goodness. You, you do have to act quickly before, before it goes. I will say as you walk around the entire world showcase, there are lots of booths with prints for sale and original art. This in no way is intended as an insult to any of the artists or any of you that might have one of their originals hanging in your home. The originals are all well out of my price range for that. Nor do I have big walls in my house that have that much space to them to hang things that are 48 by 72 and these (laughs) monster, monster pieces. But there are a lot of prints of the originals available in the $35 to $50 range, 
There are some smaller canvas things available in the 50 to 75 dollar range but there's also a good number of originals that are 1500 to i think the top one that i personally notice in the star wars booth there is a original in there that's selling for sixteen thousand dollars of course well the force is strong with that one so that, force that's is very strong. important um good news you are wondering how are you going to get this 48 <laughs> by 72 inch original artwork home good news disney will ship for you for a fee oh man all right well listen not everybody has the sixteen thousand dollars and you mentioned that there's a lot of different prints you talk about festival of the arts let's talk a little bit about the art as far as where the stuff is maybe located what you're what you're seeing around world showcase was it spread out were you seeing different things by country Give us a breakdown for somebody that maybe has never been to this festival as far as where you can find the art or the opportunities to witness the art happening live in front of you. Like every festival, I will say you can pick up a festival booklet when you get there. We'll talk more about the festival booklet because it deals a lot with the food part. Check the website. We have a link on our Facebook page for the festival because it has the time guides in there for you where not only to find the performing arts, where those free things are when they're open, as well as what artists are appearing in what tent at what time to be able to sign some things. Ever since I started doing team training, when new members join our team, we do what I call a three-day intensive training in Walt Disney World. We go see every resort and they see the lobby, the food court, the playground, the pool, of course, the rooms, and no trip would be complete without seeing the gift shops because they are all very different. <laughs> and so I very quickly became nicknamed from my team, Shopping Sandy. <laughs> and I will say that this festival was definitely one of my good shopping halls. And for that, all of our listeners are going to benefit. All right. I love it. I had the opportunity to meet some amazing artists, get some of the prints personally autographed for us. I've been asked on social media a couple of times now about this Greg McCullough print that is just amazing. It is called Dream It, Do It. Mm. And what makes it really unique is that is this beautiful yellowy golden tree with all the park icons in the background. But if you look very carefully in the tree, you will find 52 hidden Disney characters. Everything from, we of course have to mention, Mr. Toad mm -hmm. to Oswald, Cinderella, Donald Duck, Dumbo, Goofy, as well as 30 hidden Mickeys. So it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal print. I chatted with Greg. Check our social channels on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. You'll see Greg and I holding up the print. <laughs> and you can enter to win that print. There were so many great people there. I also couldn't resist talking to Rob Cos for everybody. And I picked up his Jungle Cruise print. Mickey, Minnie, and Donald's and Pluto in the Jungle Cruise boat with the elephants in the background. 
And again, we'll have that as a raffle, an opportunity for all of you to win. And it didn't stop at two. I got a little carried away. <laughs> um, so many good choices. I picked up Will Gay's Small World, Big Love. And it's the scene from It's a Small World with Mickey and Minnie going through in a boat. The one with the hippo and the elephants and the really big leaves where some of the leaves are hidden Mickeys. So if you're not following us on Facebook and Instagram for the podcast, Let's Talk Diz, make sure you follow us so that you can have a chance to win these. Awesome. Well, Shopping Sandy delivers. I'm very, very excited. And it didn't even cost anybody $16,000 to get these prints shipped to their house. We're going to take care of it without all that that price tag. That's good. We're going to do it all. So I know you had mentioned in the beginning that you think that the East Coast needs to get on board with the West Coast and ordering ahead. But talk to us about what you saw there. Each festival always has just dynamic food options. What did you see at this festival? Oh, my God. So many good choices. And I will be honest, I kind of scout them out before I go. I make myself a little checklist of where I want to go. Well, listen, you're not but an amateur. I, you're a pro. Of course I'm you do. I'm a pro. Yeah. But then I want to see the food. So I head to every stop, whether I think I want to go there or not. <laughs> I kind of look at it being made, size up whether I made a good choice or not. Sure, sure. I have two new favorite foods from this festival. All right. The first one, oh, my God, this one should be like my dinner every <laughs> night. It was absolutely amazing. It, it it was made for me. I don't know how they knew to put all my favorites together, but they did. Um, it was gnocchi poutine. Oh, my goodness. So if you know poutine, is supposed to be French fries. But instead of the French fries, it was fried gnocchi. Oh, man. Right? Dan- Talk about a win. Just dangerous. Then the fried gnocchi had this great pulled beef on it. Mm. Covered in burrata cheese. Oh, not on. I mean, <laughs> total, total win. Okay. Give us, the, you said, I think you said you had two, right? So give us the I second I did. One. And this one, I'll be honest, I read the description. I was on the fence. I saw it when I got there and I had to have it. Okay. It was a deconstructed French onion soup. Oh, I, I got to know more. Because French onion soup, a good French onion soup is to die for. So I've got to know more. So this was a onion bread pudding. Okay. On top of that was onion shavings. Okay. On top of that was a ravioli. If you haven't figured out, I I should be Italian. Yeah. Um, and inside the ravioli was the beef broth from your French onion soup. And on top of it was this absolutely amazing Gruyere cheese, crunchy little thing to eat. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely phenomenal. You could kind of reconstruct it yourself or eat it piece by piece. It was just phenomenal. (laughs) I'm sold. Sold. I don't even need anything else. Just the the concept is so cool. But here's what I love about, about these types of festivals, especially this one. That right there takes something that we all know and we all love, and it does make it a little bit artistic. It changes changes the profile of it while the flavor still remains. So that's where the culinary art comes into place. So I think it's it sounds like 
you've really you really enjoyed it. And then from a visual perspective, it's unique, right? It 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 adds the twist to it, which seems to me to be exactly what the heart of this festival is designed to be. These culinary things are visually stunning. I don't care what they're putting on a plate or in a bowl or in a little cup. They are presentation quality. They are phenomenal. Now, I will also give one more negative that I really missed, and that is the meal plan. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the snacks, you know, I got a couple of desserts that I tried that were 4 or $5. Most of the items were 7 8 or 9 Okay. Because we don't know when the meal plan is coming back. The signs are all marked for snack credit. Mm. And some of the things I got were 13 and $14 that could have been a snack credit. So I will be honest and say that while we talked about all the free items, if you're a foodie, you could definitely spend quite a bit, mm-hmm. but so worth it. Also, this year's theme was that it was a walk of colorful cuisine. So there were six high-colored food treats. And if you purchased those and got it stamped at all six places, there was a special culinary snack that you could only get for free by having your card punched. All right. So what else What else have we missed? What haven't we mentioned before we wrap the show up? Anything you want to leave everybody with? I think just to stay on the food for a minute, I'm going to give you a couple of food for thought items Mm. right now Walt Disney World parks every park opens 30 minutes early for on-site guests downside the food kiosks in Epcot do not open 30 minutes early so if you're thinking you're going to make a run for it and get two of them in before the park opens officially not going to happen Um, I don't know what it is about France. It is always the longest line I wait in. I got on the France line 15 minutes before it opened, and I was probably already person number 12 on that line. Mm -hmm. And it was longer every time I walked past there all day. (laughs) That's the only one that I consistently find incredibly long. If you have more than one day there, or you're planning to do lunch and dinner from these kiosks and you really want to get your steps in. If you go past a kiosk and the line is long, come back later. Um, I ate in Italy and I was the third person online, but twice when I passed Italy, there had to be 25 people online. So the lines do definitely ebb and flow. Monday to Thursday, the lines are always going to be shorter than Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I think the last thing I will leave you with, because I'm very long-winded today. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Make sure you look at our social this week. I I generally don't do this, but there was one of the desserts that I really, really wanted. And I will say it was very, very good. But visually, we've got a picture It's kind of one of those, you know, if Sandy tried to execute this at home, (laughs) what it looked like in their picture and what it looked like in my plate, not the same item. (laughs) So check it out if you want to see the little snafu they had this week. For those of us that haven't gotten a chance to get there yet, for those of us that are going to be there soon, 
Thank you for taking the time to experience the Festival of the Arts for us this year and give us a preview for those of us that are about to experience it sometime soon. It was my pleasure. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.